Welcome back to another episode of the Millennial Girls Podcast. I'm Raquel and I'm Natasha. And we are super excited to have a very special uh, guest on this episode. We're going to be talking about unapologetic confidence and we found the perfect person to have on Natasha. I know you love her so much so you can give us a little scoop-de-scoop as to how you found her. Yes. So it's actually crazy because, you know, we all have been looking up podcasts over the past year. It's becoming like this really booming industry, right? So there was one time that I was like looking up obviously something motivational because this guest is the person that talks about anything motivational, self-love advice. Like she gives tons of tips and it's like within like 15 minutes, which I love. Like it's quick, spiffy to the point. And she is the owner of She Goes Company, and her podcast is called Empower Her. So welcome, Keisha, to the podcast, Millennial Girls. Yay, I'm so excited. Thank you guys so much for having me. I'm pumped to dive into all things whatever we want to talk about. Let's leave them feeling pumped up. I'm here for yes. it. I know. We're for sure. super and it's excited. Funny. It's funny because when I had first looked into podcasts, just in general, like looking up something to follow, something to listen to on my drive, This is probably like two years back and one of the podcasts that not podcast, but it's like, I think it's a radio channel in San Diego. It's like Hay House Radio. And so that was kind of something that I had first like dipped my toes into with podcasting. And then I somehow came around to yours. And that's like when I started following yours as well. So like anytime I remember to be like walking on the beach and it'd be like, you know, like I'm not feeling too good today or, you know, I needed like some kind of like motivation or like some, I don't know, just like positive tips to something to like get my mind shifted. And then that's how I discovered your podcast. So I'm super excited to have you on. (laughs) I love it. I'm pumped to be here. Thank you so much. And I know that your podcast is about building your life you really love. And I feel like between that you really have to have a lot of confidence and obviously Mm -hmm. unapologetic confidence is the theme of today's show but I feel like with that comes a lot of I don't know misunderstandings people may may think it makes them feel uncomfortable if you're super overly confident so why do you think so many people think it's like intimidating to be unapologetically confident Yeah, because I think often when we want something in ourselves and we see someone else exuding it, we have to tell ourselves a story about that. And for me, I've been really intentional about making confidence a progression because I think sometimes we talk about like other people or let's say women in general. We're like, oh, that person's unapologetically confident. Well, she didn't just arrive there. Just like you don't arrive at like a six pack abs if you do like one ab workout, even though we want that. (laughs) Right. Um, It's something that's like a muscle that you build every single day or I even like to think of it like a bucket like you have a confidence bucket and every single time that you show up and keep a promise to yourself and do the thing that you said that you're going to do after the feeling that you said it in is gone or you step into being more you asking for what you want raising your hand um, saying that thing that you know that you need to say that's putting deposit into your confidence bucket so I think sometimes when we don't critically think about what it actually takes to build confidence it's easy to write it off as oh that person and just has confidence it's off-putting but in reality it's like if it's authentic she's worked her butt off to get there and we have to acknowledge that and kind of peel back the conversation and the story that we're telling ourselves about what confidence actually is and then there's less resistance with it right I was going to say I feel like for me just thinking about my journey with confidence and just getting to the point of where I've become with my career too like it definitely comes with growing pains because there comes there 
there always comes a pivotal point I feel like in everyone's lives that they're like sink or swim right so you either have to be like okay I I fully take I don't know for us creative you know control and I feel like this is really what we need to do and I need to be confident confident about this or else it's just gonna go to the wayside or no one's gonna want to let me do this so I definitely think it's something that comes with growing pains Natasha I'm sure you do as well or you know how do you kind of no, for sure. Well, I think was there a I moment? Mean, I think it's always like an ongoing thing for everybody because I've always said on the podcast is like when I was a kid, I was always pretty confident in myself. Like that was never something that I had personal issues with. But of course, through the years, there were things that have beaten me down and things that, you know, I wasn't successful at or, you know, I had certain expectations of and didn't the outcome didn't, you know, match that. And those are the moments that kind of brought me down. And so that's when you have to kind of sit and rethink everything and be like, okay, just because I don't feel confident now doesn't mean I'm not a confident person. Like that's my perspective. Um, like that's my experience. I mean, yep. And so mm-hmm. when I have those moments, that's when I, you know, listen to podcasts like yours where it's like, okay, I got to yeah. like change the mindset because it's not something that needs to be permanent. Um, and that's just speaking for myself because I know a lot of people, maybe when they were growing up, they had a lot more insecurity. So it's a different journey, but that's been my personal journey. But one thing that I've experienced a lot is, you know, in high school or even in middle school, I was, I mean, I've always been like a pretty sensitive person. So I was a very easy target when it came to, you know, jokes and stuff. And I was never essentially bullied, but like, I was just an easy target with like, you know, being sarcastic and stuff like that. And so I would always kind of snap back because I didn't get it. And then people would call me aggressive or intimidating. And that always that (laughs) I hate I hate nothing more than the intimidating word like that word. Because for me, whenever people are like, you're so intimidating, I'm like, I'm five foot five and blonde. How am I intimidating? <laughs> I'm confused. Like, you know, when you're out and someone will come up to you and they're like, oh, my, my God likes you. He thinks you're pretty, but like, you're really intimidating. I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm like a uni- I'm a unicorn. Like, I'm glitter is coming out of me right now. What do you mean? I don't understand. Oh I don't gosh. I don't know. I just I think I mean, I think intimidating people. There are some people that are intimidating. God knows growing up like my dance teachers, I was scared to death of some of them and like they were intimidating. But right. like, I don't think I'm inti- intimidating. Natasha, I don't think you're intimidating. Keisha, I don't think you're intimidating. Like, I don't I don't know where that like line is drawn. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, I think I think when I for you that sounds like a pickup line like I just wanted to come over and talk about you and like what's up but um I think I honestly think it's like if if you could carry yourself in a way that's more like a come with me let's do this together type of personality rather than a look at me personality mm-hmm. that's when the confidence is appreciated and it it comes across more so like hey I'm building confidence in real time. I'm being honest about the ups and downs, which is why people probably connect with your guys' podcast because it's honest, right? It's raw. It's real. You're going to talk about the things, including the times where you're like ugly crying and your snot and your mascara (laughs) is getting together and it's getting in your mouth and you're on the bathroom floor and you're like, I suck. Like, and it feels like you're pushing a monster truck tire up a hill. You're never going to get where you want to go. Like that crap is relatable. And I think when we have that connective tissue with other people where we realize we're all humans, like welcome to the club. There's like 7 billion of us we're just figuring it out as we go that that other person's confidence can instead be seen as like 
awesome. She's proof of what's possible by showing up that way. I want to be more like that in my way because confidence gives you this really cool power where like I don't have to naysay another person's path because I'm secure with my own path and when you're secure with yourself you don't even find yourself naysaying other people because you don't number one you don't have time and number two you don't want to waste the energy because you know how much energy it takes to get yourself into the right mindset to show up as yourself when other people sometimes just don't get it and that's the world that we live in so I think it's like reframing confidence in general and then that concept of like intimidation is is so interesting but I think a lot of times when you're more honest and you're more raw and you're more real, it comes off less as intimidating and more as like, hey, I respect that she's at least keeping it real, you know? Right. Yeah, I definitely agree. And how do you think, like, how can you get to a point where you're confident enough in yourself to be unapologetically confident? Because I think there's definitely also a line between being like, I'm getting the confidence. We're slowly getting there. Okay. And now it's like, bam, I'm here. I'm confident with myself. I'm self-loving you know is is happening right now so I just Keisha this question I feel like is for you just how do you think you can get to a point where you're like okay this is where I need to be this is it I'm gonna be taken off everything's gonna be going in the right direction yeah so I think you just don't ever arrive like kind of just getting rid of that idea. You're never going to arrive at like some place where you're going to f- feel fully confident because as you get confident to that next level of yourself, then you start to build your own belief that you can accomplish even more. So then you're chasing the next version of you that you're working towards and you've got a distance between the space of where you are now and where you want to go, whether that's in your life, your career, your relationships, your health goals, your business, whatever it is, there's always going to be a space where you are not yet the person that can accomplish the things that you want to accomplish because you've got to build up the skills and the confidence to get there. So I think it's like just getting rid of this idea that you're ever going to feel like you've quote unquote made it or you've arrived. It's just a continual process. But if you can set up your day, which is what I'm super intentional about doing is like set up my day to figure out how I can win the day and just stack the wins, right? So the goal is literally just win the day. And what's my micro focus of like how I can move the needle forward today to build my own confidence. And then what's the macro vision of where I want to go? Because I'm not yet that person yet, but I'm qualifying myself in the process to handle that next stage. So could I be more confident than I am now? Hell yes. And anyone that's saying that they're the most confident version and they have rainbows, butterflies, and happy little unicorns coming out of their butt all day, they're literally (laughs) lying. They're lying. And then those are the people that you probably don't vibe with because you know that it's bullshit, right? I don't know if I can say shit. I said shit twice. I don't know. Okay. You can. You can. But But anyways. We're we're relatable here. Yeah. Relatable. But you know, it is. And I think that's where like, it's like, get rid of this idea that you're ever going to arrive there. You're going to have to build it in real time by doing things before you feel like you're ready to do it before you feel like you're confident enough to do it it's just like that's how you're going to get these deposits these opportunities to put deposits in your bucket and then when someone doesn't get it it instead of feeling like you just got completely smacked like you're your confidence is all gone. If you've set up your life where you're setting up small little wins that you can make every day, like putting deposits in this bucket, when you get smacked from like someone's feedback that you didn't vibe with or someone hurts your feelings or your friend doesn't get your new podcast or your blog or your business or whatever you're doing, then it feels like a little bit of confidence comes out, but you've still got what you've been working towards with these tiny little deposits. You can still keep moving forward in the right direction. And that's how I am where I'm at now is I didn't have 
had the expectations that I was ever going to get there and arrive. And all of a sudden it was going to be easy. It was just going to be the next level of me was coming. And I was going to have to figure out how to navigate all of the emotions tied to that next level. For sure. Okay. And I, I love the concept of stacking the wins. Like that's something that mm-hmm. we've talked about on the podcast too, but yeah. I like the way that you kind of worded that because we always talk about, you know, big wins, but you know, it takes those little ones to kind of get to that, you know, the big one, right? Yeah. It's really hard for us to reward ourselves along the way. And then it kind of discourages you from getting to the end goal. Right. And so I have like, I feel the biggest like one, problem with that. Yeah, it's, it's tough. And even today, like I started asking myself, like, what is my actual big win? Because now I feel like I've been focusing so much on the little ones that I'm like, okay, what's actually the end one now here? <laughs> but yeah. I feel like there's um, a lot of people that, and even this is including myself, it's really hard for me to confront people um, with the truth sometimes and yeah. how to approach it properly. And I feel like that does come with confidence too. Like that's a place where I can say that I'm very insecure with confronting people. And so I'm curious to see like what advice you have for people that need to take a step like that and, you know, be totally honest, raw, real, uh, when you feel really uncomfortable having the confidence to do so, or even just saying no to people. What advice do you have to give them that? Saying no. So as far as tough conversations, I think it's always leading with like your actual feelings without projecting what you think the other person should be acting if they don't even know. Because sometimes we think that someone's not supporting us, but we haven't even explained to them what support actually looks like. So maybe they think they've been supportive, but they don't even know, right? Um, And then as far as saying no, it's like every single time that you say yes to something, you're saying no to something else. So when you think of your life, like I like to think of it like a pizza, right? You've only got so many slices. So when you're saying yes to someone else, are you actually negatively impacting other people as a byproduct, the people that you've deemed priorities, like your relationships, your friends, significant others, whatever's going on in your world, because something's going to have to give. So is the sacrifice worth it? And when you critically start to think about when you're saying yes to other people's agendas, are you even living your own life or are you living based off of other people's to-do lists? And I think so often in our society, (laughs) (laughs) I just think Amen. 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 But I just think so often in our society, we wear this like busy, like a badge of honor. And especially as women that do care, um, we want to say yes to things because we want to be liked. And I would question, where does that come from? Right? Like, why do we want to be liked? And why do we think that it's required that we say yes to everybody else's agenda in order for them to like us more? When in reality, I think from my experience, the more confident I get at explaining why I'm saying yes to something or why I'm saying no to something something, Mm. the more that people respect that because a boundary can exist if you don't explain to someone that it's a boundary. And often we get freaking frustrated with people walking all over us and we're like, oh, I can't believe she did this. I can't believe she texted me at this time. It's like, she doesn't even know that she's overstepping a boundary because you didn't communicate that that boundary exists. So it's like taking ownership of that has been really, really helpful for me. I think that's something that we totally, uh, are working on I mean yeah. the both of us too because I think we were working at a radio station in Miami before COVID up until COVID happened and then we were let go and I mean we were burnt out definitely burnt out we were working yeah. seven days a week we we're doing all these events and and we were doing extra things on top of it for us for our career too so I think I was thinking about this last night I was like 27 years old and super burnt out like that's not okay so I'm taking this time now to like regroup 
and, you know, read some books. Yeah. Do some yoga. Like, do (laughs) things because otherwise it's like, how do you even, you know, it's not good for yourself or your self, self-esteem, self your confidence, your self-love. Like nothing, nothing is worth it at that point. And I think that's something that I'm definitely learning to do is to say no. Um, but how do you think, where's the line that you need to come off? Because I, my biggest fear with saying no is people think I'm going to be bitchy and it's going to be like, oh, she thinks she's too good. So she's going to say no. Like that's yep. like, I play that out in my head before it mm-hmm. even happens. You know, you're, you're writing the email and you're like, okay, I'm going to read it 15 times. This literally happened last week. I like literally read an email to Natasha 15 times and she's like, <laughs> just send it, send the email. I'm like, but I think I need to send it to someone else to see. And I don't know. And yep. they hate me. Like, yeah, I, I don't know. Like, how do you not do that to yourself? Yeah. I think if you play it out to the worst case scenario, then you realize that your brain's able to handle it. What's the worst thing that could happen? Actually go there. The worst thing is, okay, they think negatively of you. Well, then they obviously don't know you because the people that actually know you, right? Those people's opinions count more. The people that have one interaction with you, okay, whatever, what, what do they think? It doesn't really matter. You can't get too high on the highs or too low on the lows. But at the same time, it's like when you're getting really intentional about your yeses and your nos, it's a muscle like anything that you're just going to have to build with putting more reps in. So it's going to feel so awkward at first, which means you're, and then next time it won't be 15 times you read it to Natasha. It'll be 13 times. And then eventually (laughs) you're not even going to read them, right? You're going to just be able to send them. But I think it's like giving yourself grace that it's going to take gradual, just progression in the right direction. Um, but that it's not comfortable if it's not something that you've done before. So I think it's like play it out to the worst case scenario, worst case scenario, you're not going to die. Maybe that person doesn't (laughs) like you, but then that person didn't really know you. Great. Okay. There's a plenty of, there's 7 billion other people that will vibe with you. So don't worry about it. And I think that just giving that up of this need for like people pleasing has been such a huge weight off my shoulders. And I found that people are more receptive to it because they're like, I, I honestly admire that you're willing to say no, because I give people to the degree of closeness I am with that person, I will give them an explanation. So I don't say, I don't say wishy-washy no's. I don't say maybe when I want to say no. I say no, thank you for asking me, but unfortunately I can't make it. Or thank you so much for asking me, but unfortunately that's not where my priorities lie right now, but I appreciate you reaching out, right? But if it's someone close to me, then I'll explain what's actually going on. So the the weight of the relationship and the closeness of the relationship indicates how much details they're going to get, but also not saying maybe when you want to say no makes it easier for both people, right? Because then it's like they're not waiting on you and then your brain is doing that anxiety thing where you're like, how am I going to say no? And then you're thinking (laughs) about it for longer than the actual event would have been or the actual task that they asked you to do would have taken. You're thinking about it for longer and then you're just like going through it multiple times when you could have just probably said yes and just done it then at that point. So it's just like a muscle, right? Like giving yourself just some, some grace to figure it out as you go. That's what's worked well for me. And it's, you know, something I'm still working on constantly, but getting better every rep for sure Natasha, I love I'm gonna, that I'm gonna read you the I'm gonna read you the email 12 times next time. oh okay I was like wait <laughs> what are you good. reading me <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness ladies well of course due to my technical difficulties I'm in a new location I'm back home in San Diego this week so we have just two minutes left um if you have any last words that you want to share with us Keisha before leaving yeah. and then of course plug you know all your social media handles your podcasts everything for us Yeah. So 
one thing I want to leave you with is if you're working to the listeners, if you're um, working on a goal or something in your life right now, get really freaking intentional about how you're labeling the space between where you are now and where you want to go. And the story that you're telling yourself about how capable you are of getting where you want to go and understanding that this season and the stage that you're in that you often want to wish away, this season serves you because it's building character. It's building the skills that are going to help you handle that next level. So don't wish away days and don't wish you're at the next thing. Just kind of savor it and see what, what can I learn here? How can I grow through this? How can I keep getting better? And that's going to make it so much better when you get there, you know? Um, and my podcast is called Empower Her. On social media, it's Keisha.Fitzgerald, K-A-C-I-A. And I love you guys. Thanks for having me. Love this is so you fun. Thank you. Thank yeah. you so much for coming on. Natasha, I am so happy we had her on. I love her. I needed that for I know, that was so awesome. My mental <laughs> health and being and everything. Oh, love her. You guys got to check her out. But of course, we want to shout out someone before we go. Nicole, thank you so much for being such an awesome follower and always sharing everything. And uh, don't forget, guys. We appreciate guys, you. Yes, don't forget to leave a five-star review for us if you are listening to us on Apple Podcasts. Yes, all of that's really helpful. Anything, sharing, and of course, following us on Apple, subscribing to YouTube, and then if you want any updates on the podcast, of course, follow us at millennial underscore girls on Instagram. All of our updates come out there, and of course, new episodes every Wednesdays at 10 a.m. Eastern. Peace, love, and unicorn, guys. Peace, love, unicorns. Bye, guys. Bye.